Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. And this is dedicated to coronavirus. <laughs> The toxic year of 2021. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. I we are, yes, we're back in COVID times in Australia. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. Well, wait. This I don't know if this makes sense, but in my head, I think of it like this. <laughs> so most of the world, the UK and America, their COVID mostly happened in 2020. Yeah. And then they got heaps of vaccinated at the end of last year, beginning of this year. So they had like a brief summer beginning of summer where they were life was pretty normal. Yeah. And then obviously everything's turning back to shit everywhere. Yep. But all of everything kind of happened for us here in Australia this year. Yeah, I would I would probably say that that's accurate. I think mostly because like we had such um tight border controls and we had such mm. tight lockdowns and everyone kind of followed it so we didn't really have many cases last year. Yeah. But then obviously that's not a long-term solution. So now they've had to try and to start yeah. to well, they had to start setting reintegrate goals for society. And stuff, so. Yeah, exactly. So now all the borders are open. There's no really quarantine rules and regulations for traveling interstate or even really people coming in from overseas. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so now we're inundated. But I mean, we had so many cases today in Queensland. I'm hashtag worried yeah i mean me too i'm trying to be like sensible about it because i'm like this was always gonna happen i'm not like, like that well but what? why be sensible <laughs> that's stupid so save your mental health i promise <laughs> what mental health <laughs> exactly joke. no um so i'm trying to be like okay well like we we were gonna have to open the borders eventually like this was this was inevitable this, yes. you know so I'm trying to not panic about it too much, but on the alternative, I definitely started wearing my mask out in public way before it was mandated. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. That's and kind of what I mean. Yeah. Because I'm I'm just terrified. Mm. Especially getting, getting get it, it over Christmas or giving it to people in my family that are yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm, I'm worried about cases. I'm... Not so worried about the borders and stuff, that aspect. Like, I understand all that because I feel like if it was the other way around and Palaszczuk was like, sorry, borders have to stay shut for another Christmas. Yeah. Then there would have been, like... Riots. Literal riots. <laughs> Which there kind of already have been. The amount there of freedom rallies Fucking that have been going on. It's really, it's very true. It's 16% of Queenslanders are anti-vaxxers. That's insane yeah. and really unfortunate because that means we're pretty much... At the threshold, then, of yeah. the amount of vaccinations we're going to get. Yeah. Because we're already at 80, what, 81, 82% or something. So yep. that's pretty much this is as good as it's going to get. Pretty much. And she and, uh, yeah, yeah, I think she said, our Premier said, 
mid-January, if we get to 90%, that's when they'll get rid of the mask mandate. But It's not going to happen. I mean, that's fair. I probably wouldn't stop wearing a mask anyway. I mean, to be fair, uh, Brisbane, like Brisbane could hit yeah. 90%. Yeah. And in that case, you might remove the mask mandate. I see. But as a state... Yeah. 16% are anti-vaxxers. Like Sydney. Right. They hit 90%. I think Melbourne hit 90%. So they're cities. and That they makes sense. I like, yeah. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, um, what's the word? Yes. Like separate it all and then. Yeah. Keep it separate but then still like analyze it. I don't know. I'm, yeah, not, no, I'm not a scientist. No, I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, in conclusion... It was always going to happen, but I just don't want to get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because, like, all of the news headlines at the moment are just like, well, if it keeps going the way it's going, our hospitals are going to be inundated. It's like, well, we all knew this was going to happen, yeah. but you don't need to make us all panic about it. Like, Well, it's meant to be thousands of cases per day by March. That's terrifying. And I do think that our, our hospitals will be inundated. Well, inundated. I mean, again, it's kind of inevitable, isn't it? But I think it's funny that she only just announced like 150 million i think was it for a hospital new, um, ambulances and shit. yeah emergency yeah. services yeah and it's like maybe you should have thought of that mm. well maybe you should have put that in 6 months ago before we opened but yeah i don't know maybe she has a backup plan where it's I all going like to happen they were, in two weeks they were um diverting all their sources to get new like quarantine facilities and stuff yeah i don't know me either Look, i don't know I, either, but i ugh. as far as the premiers of australia go i have Higher trust in Palaszczuk than I have in pretty much all of them except, like, one. I very much agree with that. I think that she's handled the whole thing very well. Mm-hmm. To be honest, she's kept us very safe throughout yeah. – for two years, very. really. Like, we've had the max throughout the last two years, 50 cases active. And until today. Until today, yeah, which, again, inevitable. Yeah. So. Of, well, yes, we did, exactly. That was We knew that was happening. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but I have a family member. I won't say names. But um, they were like, yeah, I could never vote for Palaszczuk. Whack. And I was like, may I ask why? She's mm-hmm. done pretty, pretty gosh darn good job at the pandemic stuff. She has. And you know what his response was? Oh, God. Because she looks too smug. Whoever you are, Nick's cousin... I'll Absolutely. fight you. What an idiotic <laughs> argument, right? <laughs> Classic. Like men. the sexism jumped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's. I feel like see, because this is not just like a. That's a very common thing. I think is yes. for people to just come up with stupid reasons yes. why they won't vote for someone, and I think it's because they're just too don't want to admit to themselves. Well, yeah, but I was going to say too lazy or whatever reason to actually find out anything about politics. So they just go, oh, I'll just do the bare minimum and just decide based on personality, based on their face looks too smug. It's like, sis. Sorry, that. (laughs) It's truly mind blowing how many people I've talked to. I would say in the past four years, where you like a prod for basic information about the people they're voting for or about the election, and they have no idea. Yeah. And I ha- I point them to the resources that, that have helped me in the past. Yeah. personal experience I can say helped. That's like uh, the ABC vote compass that comes out every yeah. uh, federal that election. Good. That shit's good. It's great. It's so good. It's really helpful. And it also is really helpful at breaking down all the issues that are up for debate yeah. that election. Yeah. Um, and then most recently there's um, 
I can't remember what exactly what it's called. If you just type into Google, like, who do they vote for? Okay. You can literally put in your postcode and see who your local member, see what their voting record is. Interesting. For example, my Sunshine Coast local member. Yeah. Raging homophobe. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a liberal member, obviously. Classic. He's like a course. raging, raging homophobe, raging uh, anti-women's uh, reproductive health. You know oh, what I mean? Of course. Um, so that's gross. That is gross. I actually the other day was looking into <laughs> this is really weird, but I was looking at mm. um holding events here at yeah. the studio and I was looking at the who the local member for this area Paddington is. was. Right. Yeah, because I know who it is where I live, which is only three streets over. <laughs> but because there's Brisbane there. But they're in different Tight. yeah, so they're in different yeah. um local groups. And I was looking at this one and it's a liberal guy, do not support his policies. Whereas in my seat, mm. literally three streets over, we've got a Greens candidate. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like the opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe I couldn't just invite the Greens guy to come. Yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I apologize for getting us straight into politics and I know, that was COVID. exciting. Anyway, what's the elephant in the room this week? You told me you had one. Oh my god, I I'm so excited. I've been waiting like five days to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is also your Christmas present, just as an aside. Oh, okay. And I want you to close your eyes. <sighs> Sorry. Close up. Fine, why? Just for my own benefit, to be perfectly honest. Why? Why? What are you telling me that I can't look at you when you're no, you can. You can open your eyes in a second. Genuinely, it's just because I think it's funny to make you close your eyes. <laughs> now, I was going to elephant- say, should I block my ears? But that's headphones. <laughs> no. Anyway, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is I am genuinely shook mm-hmm. at the fact. Yeah. I can't I don't know where the microphone is. <laughs> yeah. You can open your eyes. That is fine. No, no, no. no. That, that, that the spoiler. That you had for No Way Home was right. I can't believe that's how the movie ended. <laughs> what have you seen it? Yes, I saw it. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to go through this entire episode without talking about No Way Home. Nah, bitch! I saw it on Friday. <laughs> yeah, high five. High five. Yeah, that's so exciting. Bitch. Genuinely, I've been like, okay, I can't tell Nick. I have to because I was, I was that's so, so funny. cranky. At you. Is this revenge for me not telling you about the dog? No, it wasn't. This was just because I thought it would be funny to tell you on the pod. I got it. After I threatened to block you if you guys told me if you liked fair. the movie. So, so who, did you go by yourself? I did. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, uh, could talk Chelsea as well. But no, okay. No, no. I love it. Okay, so spoiler alert for No Way Home. Yeah, many. However, I will say. Uh, the, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. That was a great present. Um, the. I will say that if you haven't seen No Way Home yet, I know that it's a pandemic and, you know, this is the second highest opening uh, box office weekend of all time. Yeah. It went from third, it's beat of Infinity War. Wow. I know all that, but uh, Sony is wanting to keep up the um, box office, Mm. meaning they're going to be ramping up marketing. And I really appreciated you texting that me that yesterday and I had to laugh through my yesterday? teeth. Yeah, yesterday or the oh, day before. Whatever. whatever. But they're going like, to ramp up marketing and the marketing is probably going to have spoilers. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, go book like an 8am session with no one in there. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if they haven't been spoiled already, like if you've managed to stay off the internet this long and but you I'm, haven't been spoiled, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. But that's my warning. And now yeah. for spoilers. Yeah, I was right. Wait, which part? Which part was I with right the about? Forget, the, with the forgetting thing. Yeah. I was very shook Yeah, when I went back and listened to the pod. I was like, I wow, have, how did he know that was going to happen? I know. I have such mixed emotions on the ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Because it was bittersweet. 
It was. And it was well done. But I just don't know that I... Because what are the two options? The two options are MJ and Ned aren't in the next movie or two. Yeah. Or they have to relearn everything. Yeah. Or third option. (laughs) They're going to do a whole storyline about, you know, MJ uh, starting to remember and then all clicks and she remembers it all and starts to go crazy and, you know, it's another consequence or whatever. That would be interesting. That's the three options. I personally was thinking that they would just go the easy route and just, like, have the meeting that she's had with Peter triggers her memories so they're going to start the next movie with her already remembering everything and coming to, like, find Peter. Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I – the movie was really good. Yeah. We'll just put that out. Like, it was very, very good. I very much enjoyed it, obviously. I loved loved it. Love, love, love. All of the nostalgia involved. Andrew Garfield, fucking perfect. He was my fave. Big queer energy in that Peter Parker, just got to say. Accurate. Very accurate. Which, remembering Andrew Garfield, did push for a bisexual Peter Parker. Love that for him. And then was fired. <laughs> Not because oh. of that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that had something to do with it, but it was... Oh my God, can I tell a whole story about why Amazing Spider-Man 3 was cancelled? Okay. Just like as a brief tangent. Mm. The alternate name of our podcast, Tangents. <laughs> um... They cancelled Amazing Spider-Man 3 because they had, they greenlit it, right? They were good to go. Did they? Yeah, and get this. They went, I think it was Cannes Film Festival Mm -hmm. or something like that. It was some European movie event. Yeah, ew. Basically, one of the studio heads went there and they were having an event to, like, announce Sony's schedule. And they were like, okay, we're going to fly in the stars of all these movies. Andrew Garfield's going to come in and we're going to announce his third Spider-Man movie with him starring in it. All that. How exciting. Edgar Garfield was doing press for another movie yeah. and he came and he was sick from all of the travel. Like he got um uh-huh. jet lag, like really hit, you know, all that. He couldn't, yeah. so he couldn't come to the event. And the exec's ego was so bruised that they cancelled the movie. They cut Oof. the announcement from the event and then went back and he told all of the other old white men at the table and all of them went, that is so rude. How could he disrespect us? Let's cancel it. And then like a month later, Kevin Feige came up and was like, hey, if you're not doing another one, can we bring him in? And that's how it happened. Whack. So between him, Andrew Garfield, quote unquote, disrespecting one of the execs, Andrew Garfield going on a press tour for Spider-Man 2 saying, I want him to be bisexual. (laughs) I think he really just ruffled some feathers. That's so sad. In my opinion, he was the best Spider-Man. They're my yeah. favourite movies. I don't really know why. I don't know. They're either. not very good. It's the chemistry between... It's very true. Insane. I just think... And Andrew Garfield just did a really good job. Mm. I feel like... I don't know. Just very good. I very much enjoyed it. And and again, I feel like he was a standout yeah. in this movie too. I agree. <laughs> no, but what I was going to say was um, I actually don't think <clears throat> there was any part of this movie that was particularly surprising like, I felt like it was very um, predictable, and that's not necessarily... Do you mean narrative-wise? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't feel like that's necessarily a bad thing, but everything that happened, like, I yeah. I knew it was going to happen, you know? Yeah, I would say... I would probably say for general audiences, mm. it was probably quite surprising. You reckon? For general audiences, but I think... For people, like, fans of the MCU, whatever, people who have general 
or like just slightly above general info or like have kept yeah. up with, you know, all the news around it. I think that was probably less surprising that, you know, the previous Spider-Man were in it. Aunt May died and a spell and like That was actually probably the closest I came to being like shocked which was one? when Aunt May died. Really? I told yeah. you that like two months ago. Did you? Yeah, I said I didn't remember that at all. I bet you monies Aunt May or MJ will die. No, I didn't remember that at all. Oh my god, speaking of MJ, fucking I just think it's so funny. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Did you remember when the trailer came out and we saw MJ falling and then there was the shot of Tom Holland doing yeah. it and then his hand reaching out and yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, that's Andrew Garfield's hand. Yeah. He's going to save MJ. And I just think it's so funny that we all used the wrong formula but came to the, right, the right conclusion. conclusion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, that was, like, so fucking heartbreaking. Stop it. That was, like, my favourite part of the movie. That was mine too. I Okay, oh. I didn't cry when May died. I got a bit teary. Actually, like I think it was I emotional. Might have cried. But I was closer to crying. I didn't cry at all, to be fair. But I was closer to crying when Andrew saved yeah. Andrew. That was really wholesome. That was wholesome. Bless. Particularly when he got all emotional afterwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that Oof. was a lot. Wow. Anyway, Such over, a good movie, though. I fucking loved it. Mm. I don't know if on a second or third watch it's going to wear off. See, I actually reckon I like it more. I have a feeling I might too. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. It also wasn't long. It was two hours 15. Wow. I went and saw James Bond last night, just as an aside, and that was almost three hours long. Way too long. Yeah, that's too long. Just my recent comparison well, to yeah, the Dune was a full two and a half hours without credits. This was two hours 15 without credits. Interesting I stayed for the credits. By the way, the second the the post credit scene just being like a trailer for Doctor Strange was really whack. I loved it. I mean I did too, but I was very shocked because no, usually I mean, they're I just like the a idea. scene. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of adding the fi- the second post credit scene being trailers for the next movie now. Yeah. I really like that. One, because it builds hype. And two, because it um Actually, three reasons. Two, <laughs> those who aren't actually interested in the MCU that much, they can leave after the first post-credit scene. Yeah. And three, um, I think it's really cool that it's kind of like a reward for the people who, the fans who want to watch to the end, they get to see the trailer first yeah. on a really big screen, yeah. like, you know, and then the space that they want to, like, all that. It's true. I think that's really wholesome. And I don't think they've done that since Captain America 1. When it was Avengers trailer, yeah, yeah. yeah usually right. they, they they definitely usually are Seems. like for a sequel of some kind mm-hmm. for the next movie in the in the series, but they're not usually like trailers. They're usually just yeah, 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 a talking scene that gets you really excited, it. but yeah. gives you absolutely no context about what the movie's going to be what about. What was the one? There was I can't remember which movie post credit scene it was. Mm-hmm. The one where we saw Thor. In the Sanctum Sanctorum with the beer thing. Yeah, that was for Ragnarok. But what yeah, but movie what was, was the movie? Because that was literally just a scene from the movie. I reckon it would. It was literally no just context. a scene from the movie. Yeah, I reckon it I would didn't be like Doctor that. Strange. If I had to guess, because uh, I guess he was there with Doctor Strange. Because what else would it have been in? Because it was for Ragnarok. I guess, but I still I thought that was it was weird. A lame one. Yeah, I, it's probably one of the ones I actually remember most vividly because I was so hyped for Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, just very generally excited to be getting, like, a snippet of Thor or whatever. But, mm. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Good movie. How do you feel about the fact that 
<laughs> now to understand the full context of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, you have to watch the animated TV show What If. Do I? Well, you know how at the end of the trailer there was the evil Doctor Strange? Yeah. There's, and that's an episode of What If. Um, Mackenzie said that too, but don't I just have to know about Loki and the variants? Well, I mean, um, I would say that Marvel's very good at getting you up to date at the very beginning of the film, you know? Yeah. So, I, no, you don't have to, but... I agree. I mean, to be honest, the What If series is the only time I've ever heard Mackenzie give me an active recommendation for a TV show to watch, so... Weird. The fact See, that he I just has told me... Oh, really? Yeah, I watched the Doctor Strange one because it was genuinely good. It was, like, very fucking emotional and sad. Um, it's basically what if, I think the episode's called what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands in the crash. Whack. And by heart, it means Christine dies in a car crash instead of him getting his hands crushed. Yeah. Uh, and he basically tries to keep rewriting, rewriting time and like breaks the universe in a way and turns evil. Interesting. Because he has to summon power from the dark dimension or whatever. Right. And it's actually a very good episode. Um... The Peggy as Captain America episode was boring as fuck. Oh, really? It was literally just a retelling of the movie. That's so funny. It was so boring. <laughs> but apparently she's in Doctor Strange 2. Oh. Captain America Peggy Carter lady. What the fuck? Um, there's two zombie episodes. Uh, well, one, one zombie episode, really. The zombie episode is very fun. Is it? It's like very there's fucking There's only gory. like six episodes, right? There's like nine. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot. And then I think the last episode's an Avengers style. Yeah, Mackenzie said that like all of the episodes are pretty much standalone, just like alternate mm. what ifs until the last episode, which brings them all together. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. I really hate the animation style. Like yeah. that's the only personally, personally, that's the only reason it's hard for me to watch. Well, I that's the reason why I haven't watched it is because mm. it's animated. But then when Mackenzie was watching it, I realized that basically all of the actors are there as the voice actors. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it must be good if they've paid yeah. these actors to do it. Yeah, I mean, I love animated series and movies. Mm. It's just the specific style is very ugly to me. That's fair. <laughs> Which feels mean to say, but anyway. <laughs> back to the movie back to the movie yeah it was good it was really good I, yeah i feel like i don't really have any real complaints no me either i it was, well i definitely expected to be more i don't know it's so hard to say because i definitely expected it to be more like shocking plot wise but also like the story like it still took me long for the journey i was very emotionally invested i enjoyed my time watching it so I guess it doesn't have yeah. to be surprising. I don't know mm. why I was expecting it to be full of plot twists or whatever, but yeah. it was, and it wasn't. <laughs> Interesting. I can't really comp- uh, what's the word? comment on yeah. the, the surprise aspect because I was, like, spoiling everything for myself anyway because that's how I like to do it. Um, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, there wasn't, like, much story-wise and, like, a lot of the narrative was... Um, you know, do X Mark and is like, um, yeah, how convenient this plot device exists, you know? Yeah. But I guess when you're dealing with international, uh, interdimensional, interdimensional, interdimensional wizards, you know, there's not really <laughs> anything that can't be fixed. That's, that's, that's true. I, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, I actually was not sure about Tom Holland's characterization in this movie interesting particularly in the first half i actually think it got stronger in the second half when all the other spider-men were there which is very funny but in the first half i was like 
maybe he should have his own opinion. <laughs> like he just like right. He was just had, like Aunt May says I should do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. he just had like I felt like he didn't have very many lines, which potentially was what was contributing to me being like, what is going on right now? He had a definitive overall story arc. Yeah. Um. Very much so. Like the place where he finishes the movie, it's very different to where he begins, yes, yes, yes. which is really good. But I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt like at the beginning I was like, this is not a very strong character. Yeah. It feels a bit, It well, it feels a bit like they got so caught up in the excitement of making the movie with all of the different villains and all the different Spider-Men that they let his characterization kind of fall to the side a bit. Yeah. I think that was my main worry about the multiverse story of it all. Yeah. But um, I would agree but again, I do actually. I think he still held his own against. Yeah, Spider-Man. there is like there's. I I know what you mean. There's a whole arc for him there. Yeah, it just doesn't necessarily feel like uh, specifically the first half was Spider Man. <laughs> it things were happening to him. He wasn't making decisions. Yes, yes, you know? yeah. That's yeah. That's actually probably a pretty accurate summary of what right. I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, but I will say what I was impressed with was how well they handled the amount of characters there were. Yes. And how well they did at giving mini arcs to each of the yeah. villains and everything. Yeah, that's really true. Really they impressive, TBH. did a very, very good job with the ensemble cast. Yeah. Again, funnily enough, when Tom Spider-Man, <laughs> Tom Spider, was amongst other characters and with the other Spider-Man, that's when his character was strongest. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I, I'm I, I agree, but I also think they kind of dumbed down, dumbed down, uh, Doctor Strange and Spider Man and Peter Parker. Very much Spider uh, Doctor Strange. Sorry, he got tricked by kids twice. Yeah, I know. It was definitely did feel like that. I also the um the 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 magic of the, the multi dimensional yeah. people coming in was so wishy washy. Just like it was, it like Doctor Strange being like, "This was your spell. You right? did this." It's like, bro, you literally said you were I the one this. who was doing it. Literally, like, Peter was just there. He and had also, nothing to do with what was going on. No offense to Mister Strange, but it did not take much to you to fuck up the spell. No, <laughs> it's really true. What he had edited it like four times. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, no. and then he broke the multiverse. <laughs> right? It's like that's maybe a little bit of a. A bit much. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the reason you're not the Sorcerer Supreme. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, that was hilarious. Yeah, it's really true. That Wong is the new Sorcerer Supreme because Doctor Strange was clipped. That was funny. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, <laughs> what else was there? Oh, uh, God. I, I really, really enjoyed um, every interaction with the villains. Yeah. Same. I, I thought it took a little... No, maybe I didn't. I was going to say I thought it took a little too long to get to the villains. Yeah. From the beginning of the movie, but I guess That's... not really. Because I think originally they were planning on adding a lot more of the Peter clearing his name stuff. Interesting. But then... Yeah, that would know. have made the movie drag out way too long. And as the actors said, the movie was being written as they filmed it. Did they? Yeah, because they didn't... They started filming and Toby hadn't officially signed on. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. Whack. Andrew was like, yes, I will do it for a dollar. <laughs> He's like, really? I'm absolutely in. I fucking love this character. <laughs> that vibe was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently now that after they both signed on, they both had, specifically Toby had a good fun time too. And um, Oh, that's good. Apparently they're popping up in another MCU movie. 
Really? Within the next two years. Really? Which I have to assume is Doctor Strange. And the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Isn't that supposed to come out in April? May. Jesus, they've left it a bit late, haven't they? They just finished reshoots. Oh, There was like, okay. I think, three months between they, when they finished and when they reshot stuff. But the thing that Benedict Cumberbatch said was they weren't actually reshooting much. Right. They were adding heaps oh. because of COVID. Yeah. Because of the nature of a multi- multiverse story. Yeah. Why do I keep saying multiverse? <laughs> Fred Durst? No. Okay. The, anyway, the, um, the nature of a multiverse story, you can have all these cameos and shit and it not be yeah. too cheesy. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I'd still be cautious, TBH. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it'll be good if they could bring back like the original Avengers. Just throwing that out there. Scarlett Johansson, I mean, Chris Evans. I reckon they'd probably do Danny it. Hey. Jr. Maybe. Um, yeah. No, I only for a few minutes. Oh, that's what the reshoots <laughs> weren't reshoots. They were additional photography right. in which they added all of these cameos that couldn't happen originally because of COVID. Right. Like. From what they've said, they're like a lot. Oh wow! <laughs> like a lot of cameos. Like a free guy situation all over again. <laughs> yeah, there's like apparently. That movie was good, actually. Did you see that movie? We talked about it on the pod. You can oh, skip over this. Sorry, <laughs> but I okay. Um, the yeah, apparently like Patrick Stewart's Professor X is in it. What the fuck? From the Fox movies and everything. Yeah. God, I haven't the seen original, those. The, yes, you have. No, I haven't. The original X Men. No, I haven't seen them. But you've seen the rebooted X. The Days of Future Past, X Men. I've seen the first class ones. Days of Future Past. Yeah, so and you've I... seen them. Like you know the characters. Yeah. For people, I'm sorry. I just had a massive coffee, and I'm like, I cannot swallow for the life of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> parent, there's rumors mm. that Hugh Jackman's Wolverine will be in it. What? Um. Oh my god. Okay, you need to stop talking. Well. Uh, I mean, technically, I couldn't explain the whole plot leak already. I don't want it. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Yes, Partly you because would. I wouldn't want to get sued. That's fair. But um, No, I don't want to know. I just want to go in and then just be shocked and surprised. I feel like our review of this movie has just been wish-washy all over the place. But that's because I didn't really have any actual complaints about the movie. So I'm just like, I'm excited about this. And this. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any... Yeah, no, I feel, yeah, I don't know. It was just really fucking fun, right? It was very, it was a very fun movie. They they knew what they were, they knew what they had and they leaned into it. Yeah, and I'm so fucking impressed with, impressed with John Watts. Yeah. For handling it. Yeah. I'm excited for his take on the Fantastic Four. Oh, we're doing another one of those, are we? An MCU one, he's directing them. I think he signed one for a trilogy of them. I'm, I'm, I am not sure. Don't quote me on that, but. I'm overwhelmed. Um. What was the one last point I had about the movie? The one last thing I wanted to say about the movie was about the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Mm. How shook I was that they referenced WandaVision in it. Yeah, that's really like, true. I'm happy now. After like a full year of waiting, we finally have acknowledgement that the shows and movies will be interconnected properly. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Which I feel like we all knew was coming. See, I did not. After they fudged really? up so many, they fudged up the Netflix Marvel shows. They fudged up Agents of Shield, a lot, even all of the Cloak and Dagger and Runaways and shit. Can we also talk about the fact that the Netflix Marvel shows are now MCU canon? Yeah, that was a bit crazy. No, see, I think the main difference here is that they had the actual movie actors in the TV shows. Like that's 
I understand that. That makes them. No, I get that. But I was still like convinced that it was just a gimmick to get subscribers to Disney Plus. <laughs> I was convinced. I mean, I think it has been in some instances, e.g. Falcon and the Winter. Although they are doing a fourth fall. Captain America, right? I, yeah, I, I should have just had more faith in Kevin Feige. I feel like... <laughs> well, he's not really let you down. No. To be honest. Yeah. And I feel like if he was putting his pussy into something, it's like, you know. It's true. He's going to go for it. That's accurate. Did yeah. you watch the Netflix Marvel shows? No. I tried, but I actually only ever got like three or four episodes into them and I was like, this isn't for me. I don't know oh, why. So I think you'd love them. Yeah. I was. Mm. I didn't make it very far into... Actually, I think I might have made it four or five episodes into Daredevil, but I was really not vibing with it. I think I made it half an episode into Jessica Jones. <gasps> I don't know why. That's what everyone says. They say it's the best one. I don't know why I couldn't stomach it. Well, it's not even stomach it. I just wasn't vibing. When did you did you watch them when they first came out? No. When? Two years ago. Interesting. I would say give them a go now because I started watching. I had heard the rumors that Charlie Cox was in No Way Home, so I was like, I'm gonna go back to Daredevil and see what Charlie Cox Daredevil. Oh right, Matt Murdock. Right. I heard the rumours that he was in it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to start Daredevil from the beginning and see how I go. And I started watching it, and I like finished the whole season in a week because it's way better than I remembered. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I'll give another go. I mean, I, like, I knew enough to know who he was when he showed up on screen. I was like, oh, I know yeah. who that is. It's like way better than I remember. Um, they were already really good when I watched them, but I don't think I had the whole context because they're quite um, – they're about the narrative. Right. They have phenomenal action scenes, like phenomenal. Yeah. But they're also very narrative heavy. Mm. Um, and I don't think when I originally watched them seven years ago, I was that into it. That's fair. But anyway, 11 out of 10. What about, um, I still haven't seen Hawkeye to be fair, but I got spoiled, oh. as one does, about Yelena. Being in it. Did you also get spoiled the Kingpin? Yes, this was the other thing. Is but He was in one also, of the Netflix shows, Also, for those shows, that right? just, like, be shocked at me spoiling that for Maddie, if she hasn't seen Daredevil, I can't imagine she would have cared. No, I didn't know who that was. That's yeah. the, I Again, the, context, the only context I had around that was because other people online Talking were like, oh, my God, this was on a Netflix show. But even just in that moment, I was like, I don't remember which one it was. That was going to be my question. That's why Daredevil. I brought it up, was to be like, well, which one is that? Yeah, he was um, <laughs> Wilson Fisk is, the, is Daredevil's arch nemesis. Right. Uh, and uh, honestly, especially after rewatching Daredevil now, mm. I would say Vincent D'Onofrio's performance as Wilson Fisk is like the best villain performance all of, of ever. Wow. It's so fucking good. Wow. It's like terrifying. But also really controlled. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like Interesting. insane. And also he like <laughs> risks it all for this one really hot chick. And I'm like, that's that's a vibe. Mood. Well, it's been 35 minutes since we started. So maybe we should move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, el- the second elephant in the room this week is that. We actually had a plan for this episode. We did. And then Maddie had to go and ruin it. Well, the whole reason why I went before when you were like, we probably don't need any more topics, and I agreed, was because I was like, I'm going to bring up Spider-Man No Way Home, and that's going to take at least 20 minutes of conversation time. You are a hashtag ho. <laughs> um, I will say, though, just throwing this out there, I also saw No Time to Die last night. Was it good? It was pretty good. Way too long. He but dies, I knew he? that going. Yeah, he does. 
So why are there no time to die? Um, well, it's but it's clearly time to die. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just spat all over you. It's fine, it didn't hit me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's, I mean, it like makes sense within the story. Also, did, was there a reason it was so long? Uh, no. Was it ever actually confirmed that it's his daughter? Yes. Like they actually said that he's your daughter, she's your daughter? Yeah. Oh. They did. From the reviews I read, they were like, it's actually not actually confirmed that it's his kid. I mean... He's just assuming. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you the rundown, which is, because this is only going to take 30 seconds, which is... When he first meets the daughter, he's like, is she mine? And the, well, kind of. And then the lady's like, no, it's not. Um, And he was like, but she looks like me. She's got the same eyes. And she was like, she's not yours. And then, (laughs) I know, it's very funny. And then as the movie goes on, all of the villains are being like, yes, Mm. this is his daughter. They're treating her as his daughter. And he, you can kind of see that he's loving her like his daughter. And... They even say it to the mother several times throughout the movie that, like, when James Bond is not there, like, taunting her with the fact that she had James Bond's kids and she never says otherwise. Oh, okay. Even though it's like, probably if you did, you might be in a bit less trouble right now. Right. And then at the end, Vardasi's about to die. She's like, yeah, she does have your eyes, doesn't she, or something oh, like that. Okay. And he was like, I know. And that's that's it. So, no, she doesn't ever say to James Bond, she's your daughter, but, yeah. like, we've been you. Interesting. We know. Yeah. Was Anna de Armas really only in it for five minutes? Yes. <laughs> and she had a main, like, credit. She had a main credit. Yeah. She was part of the entire marketing campaign. Yeah. That poor woman had to do a press junket to be in the movie for five minutes? It was probably longer than five minutes. That The segment of the movie was probably 15 minutes, to be fair, but she but that's like 1% wasn't. of a three-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, it really was not much. And her characterization was so weird. Like, really? great, but weird. Yeah, because for the first... 10 of the 15 minutes mm-hmm. she's playing it like she doesn't know what she's doing and then in the last five minutes you realize that she's actually like a pro yeah okay <laughs> so it's like it's fun it's fun right but weird but fun and it's like clear that they're setting up like a universe of characters well i think that's what it will be and yeah. i think it's also really funny they had a black woman play 007 in this movie use the title 007 yeah yeah, yeah which i thought was really interesting because i was like Ooh, is she gonna be the new james bond but no. and no Sadly not. Mm. Devastating. She would have done a great job just throwing that out yeah, there. Yeah, that's um, Lashana Lynch is, um, you know, Captain Marvel's best friend that's actually her lesbian lover. <gasps> Love that. Yeah. yeah. We can thank, um, what's her face, Phoebe Wallerbridge for that. Yes, yes. Uh, that's the same with Anna de Armas' yeah. character apparently, yeah. Anyway. Fascinating. So, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was just too long. That was my main. Yeah. If it was genuinely an hour shorter i don't know what hour they would cut to be fair Mm. but if it was an hour shorter i'd vibe with it also i will say i went with mom and dad and going into it mom was like i'm just so excited for this movie i was like why and she was like because i don't need to have seen any of the other movies it's gonna be standalone i was like mom just to prepare you i think you might have need to have seen the other movies for this one she was like nope it's james (laughs) bond standalone i was like okay we got out of it and she was like I didn't really understand what was going on. I was like, yes, because it was based on the movie before. Wasn't, like, the villain from the last two movies in it and Leah Seto was in the last movie? Yeah, it was was the same villain. It was the Spectre villain from the last movie. It's, like, literally... I've only seen Spectre once in 2015 when it first came out. So even you were a little confused? 
Well, I read the synopsis oh, okay. for the movie yesterday going in. So mm. that was enough. Like, I was still a bit confused, but that mm. was enough for me to be like, okay. But honestly, I feel like all of the movies, all of the Daniel Craig movies. Are pretty connected. Yeah. Like, by the time you get to this one, it's like they've really drawn them all together. Yeah. If that makes sense. So It does. Do you know um, a fun fact? Yeah. Me being like, you want to know a fun fact? As <laughs> if I'm not going to say it anyway. Sam, <laughs> say it with me. I'm man. Um... <laughs> They, with the Spectre of it all, because apparently Spectre so is, like, the biggest villain in James Bond franchise history. Yes! Okay, I think I might have been reading about what you're about to say, but yeah. The fact that for the first two James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig Bond movies, they didn't have the rights to the Spectre. Yes! So yeah. they created the whole other, uh, you know, the Casino Royale in syndicate yeah. villains and all yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. And yep, then yep, they were yep. like, lol, no, we're backtracking. Just pretend yeah. that didn't happen. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When they got the rights. Yeah, that was because there was a um, uh, they they were. I don't know if it was. I think was it MGM or yeah, was yeah, it? Yes, yes, yes. I think it was them. They were sued by a guy who co-created James Bond, right. and he was like, "No, you can't use this." Well, no, actually, I think he might have sued Ian Fleming. Was how that worked, uh. and then that. Case has been going on since right, the 60s. Right, 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 yeah. But then the guy who made the case died in Ooh. the late 2000s and his family settled the case in the mid 2010s, uh, um, which is why then Inspector for 2015, they were like, yeah, we can just fucking use it yeah. now. It was Spectre the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all totally on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure the details of what I just said are really fuzzy. I'm not sure if everything that I That's just said gist. is accurate, but that is the, the, the gist. general gist, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't see it in theatres because... I'll rewatch all of them before I watch yes, it. Yes, I would say that it'll probably make your time watching it a bit more enjoyable. I don't yeah. think, I mean, it was pretty nice. It was kind of like Dune, Dune. <laughs> in terms of like a really big, beautiful cinematography. Right. We're not, neither of us are using language today. No, we're really not. I mean, Dune was probably a bit more focused on that, but No Time to Die definitely still had it, which makes it really good to see in cinema, is yeah. the point that I'm saying, but yeah. you don't have to. I wonder if the pandemic had anything to do with it, the fact that they had an extra 18 months to polish it. Very possible, because they are, again, I was reading about this, they finished shooting in late 2019, and yeah. then it was supposed to come out in April? 2020. Actually, I think it might have been supposed to come out in November 2019, and then someone dropped out, a producer no, or it, no, No, you were right. It was April 2020, because uh, Daniel Craig did SNL. Yeah, the week, the week before everything shut down, he was the one on the host of SNL. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was supposed to come out late 2019. They got pushed back to ah, March, April, wig. because this person dropped out, and then the pandemic happened. And they, had, I was reading, they had already spent sixty million dollars on marketing at that point, and when they yeah. decided to push it back because of the pandemic, and they were like, Fuck. "Never going to get that back." <laughs> yeah, and then they marketed it for end of last year. Yeah, they've pushed it back like, like seven or no. eight times. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times. Because I remember. Um, uh, no Time to Die and Black Widow both had to restart their marketing campaigns like three times. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Billie Eilish, her song was released. No Time to Die, yeah, in 2019. In, yeah, 2019 or the beginning of 2020. I don't know, but she won a Grammy for it last yeah. year because it was in that yeah. rotation, which Iconic. is so fucking funny. Iconic. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, our Moving original on. plan for the episode was <laughs> to do a tops and bottoms of the year. This is our last episode of the year. Uh, and we were going to wrap it up with some tops and bottoms. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about 
Much like the people in this room, there are some tops and bottoms. Iconic. Well, which of us is the top? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, we're going to go through some tops and bottoms that we came up with. And then at the end of the episode, I think we're going to try and... We've been holding each other in suspense for the past, like, three weeks. Because neither of us use Spotify. Yeah. We both use Apple Music. <laughs> Hashtag bougie. Um, <laughs> Should we do the Apple Music thing now? Because that's going to take way less time than the top Okay, fine. We'll do that. Okay. No, no more suspense. <laughs> Basically, for the last three weeks, we've been like, okay, don't look at your don't look at your Apple Music replay. We're going to do it on the pod and we're going to do it for the last episode. Yep. We're going to guess what each other's are like we did last year. It's very funny. And I don't See what happens. How Neither of I us know what our this? own songs no, are. No, it's true. How do I find it again? Just type in Apple Music Replay. Okay. Okay, so my guess, and then you have to like log in and stuff. It takes a few minutes. Maybe don't do it facing the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like scrolling through your news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, what is your guess? My guess for you, I'm going to guess. <sighs> Sorry, that was really poppy. I uh, just use Face ID. You're an idiot. Yeah, it still takes a moment to load. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does this loady thing. You go yes, and then it takes like a minute. Yeah, click that. Mine took like a minute to load. Okay. Anyway, it tells you all your data and shit. Um, your top artists, top songs. I think your top song this year might be. Don't look at it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> might be. Uh, is it happier than ever by Billie Eilish? That's my guess for you. Really? That's the only song I remember this year, you saying, oh, yeah, I listened to that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, that's not what I think it's going to be. Okay. What do you think yours is going to be? I think it's going to be Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Oh. Uh, yeah. I changed mine. I think yours is going to be Cardigan <laughs> by Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> I think that's a good one. I think your top artist is still going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah, same. There's no way it's not. So I think my top artist will be... This might give me a hint. <laughs> Probably Taylor or Ari. You reckon? I do. Because Gaga didn't have a new album this year. <laughs> no, see, okay, but just before I Googled most popular songs in 2021 to try and figure out what Nick's might be, and the top one was um, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, and I was like, I don't know if that would be yours. Like, mm. it's definitely a gay anthem, but I don't feel like I remember you at all talking about Yeah, Lil Nas. I think one of his songs is in my top You reckon? 10, but it's not that one. Interesting. Well, then it's good for you and driver's license. <gasps> oh, I which... forgot about them. Maybe one of them's yours. Maybe driver's license is in your top ten. It probably will be in my top ten. Okay, well, make your official guess for me. I just don't know. I don't think you listened to Olivia Rodrigo enough for it to be a top song. Interesting. Cause I think I did at the beginning of the year. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, though. I think I, I think I know what my top song might be, <sighs> but I also could be a fool. A fool of a talk. Do you think it's Ari or Taylor? Yeah. Do you really? Fuck. Okay, well then. Remembering Ari didn't be? technically release anything. Yeah. Posi- no, wait. POV, maybe. I remember you really liking that song. But I do love that. I don't know. I fuck. I genuinely have no idea. I don't really know either because I've had like 10 songs on repeat all year. So yeah. I've got no idea. <laughs> okay. Watch it be like All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Okay, so my Me guess for you was when it was frozen, frozen. soundtrack. I guessed that correctly. You did. That um, okay, impressive. wait. My yeah, my guess for you was Billie Eilish. Yeah. What is it? Oh, I don't know. It says why you were busy listening to six hundred and thirty-five hours. I listened to. Interesting. I did five hundred. Interesting. Really? How I did you do less than me? Because I listen to podcasts when I work. That's fair. You listen to soundtracks. 
uh, scores. Interesting. Wow. Okay, you're going to be – this is shocking. Um, okay, I was This right. doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go through my top ten first? Yeah. One, Cardigan. Taylor oh, okay. Swift. Yeah. All right. Two, Wonder, Shawn Mendes. Oh. Whack. I actually did listen to that song a lot, so that's no surprise. Three, Driver's License. Shall I go through the top ten? Did I say? Yeah. Four, No Body, No Crime. Five, <laughs> Chemtrails Over the Country Club. How the many songs, listens? 133. What? I know. That's like a lot for me. Six, Like I Do from um, that movie that we really liked last year with Dakota Johnson and Tracy oh, yeah, Ellis. Behind I it. can't even remember. Yeah. yeah. Fever Dream by Gillian Rossi. Champagne Problems. Say Something, Kylie Minogue. Shocking. Ten, Trailer. Traitor. Sorry, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. Okay, what are your top ten? Mine don't make sense, if I'm being completely honest. I think I kind of want to just... <laughs> pretend it's not true. Pretend they didn't happen. Because well, I, I think need to know. I know what my top ten are, and I think in, like, a week they're going to update this. Right. And it's going to be... Different? Like, 800 hours. That's so funny. Okay, what's your? what does this one say? My now? number one song does make sense. Which is? 3435 Remix. Interesting. With Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. I fucking love that song. It's just I should have guessed that. Pure, pure three minutes of fun. That's true. You did love that. It's so Dang. fun. It's I'm so, so silly. stupid and so silly. And then this is why I say it's not making sense. And that's because my second one is Ain't No Other Man by Christina Aguilera. What the fuck? Which I've probably listened to three times. And this is saying I've listened to it 43 times. This year? This year. Bro, my top one is 248 plays as Cardigan. That's why I'm saying it hasn't updated. What's well, How long, how many plays have you Because I checked it two months 34, ago. 49. And I know for a fact I've listened to it more. Huh. That's weird. Anyway, I'm going to have to update this again first episode of the new year. That's fair, but tell me what it is now. Oh, uh, currently the incorrect top 10 <laughs> is 34, 35 Remix, Ain't No Other Man by Christina Aguilera, which I cannot stress enough. <laughs> Someone must have been listening He's to it on your account. genuinely confusing to me. <laughs> um, number three makes sense. It's Peace of Me by Britney Spears. Love that. I'm never not listening to that. That's true. Fourth is Solar Power, which is interesting, my lord, because out of the album Solar Power, I probably listened to Mood Ring the most. Mm. And Solar Power, like, in the least. Anyway, number five is All Too Well, 10-minute version. Love that. That makes sense. And then Rain On Me. Which I also don't think I've listened to that much this year. Rumors by Lizzo and Cardi B makes sense. Huh. Do what you want. Lady Gaga featuring Christina Aguilera. Iconic. I think that there's a conspiracy theory to make Christina Aguilera be in my top ten. That's so funny. <laughs> and I'm not here for it. <laughs> Number nine is Telephone by Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Weird. And ten is Babylon by. This is not. Not right. Something's <laughs> not right. <laughs> <laughs> and then 11 is driver's license 12 is potential breakup song explicit explicit version see 13 i actually genuinely truly truly thought the good ones by charlie xcx would be my top number one okay was that what you thought it was going to be i thought my number one was going to be good ones by charlie xcx or justified by casey musgraves huh which are both uh good ones is number 13 justified is 14 mood ring is 15 interesting i thought they were going to be my top three interesting which is why I don't think it's updated. Because I sense. checked it like two or three months ago. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's just kept it since then. Interesting. 
but I feel betrayed. <laughs> I do think I might just sue. That's funny. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What are your what about your artists? Gaga, Britney, Taylor, Lord, Ari. Gaga, Brittany, Taylor, Lord, Ari. Wow. What are yours? Taylor. Mm-hmm. Hundred hours. Okay. Abba. Fifty hours. Twenty-seven. Olivia Rodrigo coming in close at twenty-six. Demi Lovato, twenty-four. That's shocking. I don't know what I listened to from her. Little Mix, nineteen hours. Interesting. What about okay albums? Oh yeah. See, this makes sense. Shocking. Interesting. Oh, that album came out this year. Okay, Demi Lovato makes way more sense now. Um. <laughs> My, um, out of the two, 274 albums you checked out this year, your personal top 10 are Starcrossed by Macy Casey Musgraves. That makes sense. Macy Cosgraves. Macy Cosgraves. <laughs> Starcrossed by Casey Musgraves. That makes sense for me. Number two is Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Also makes sense. Three. Fuck, she's not even my top 10. Three is Red Taylor's version. Uh. Four is uh, Solar Power by Lord. Five is 30 by Adele. Um, and then the rest are just singles. Interesting. Number 10 is Dancing with the Devil by Demi. She was number seven for me. Interesting. See, how can I have, li- how can I have listened to the album Starcrossed 94 times? Follow, follow me. And Justified 29. I don't know. And it not be in my top 10. Ma'am. <laughs> okay, I've got Folklore, number I- one. Oh. Yeah, Red Taylor's version two. Mm-hmm. Three is um, this album called The Untold, which is just instrumentals. Oh, okay. Um, four, 30, Adele. Five is made in the AM from One Direction, which is you act shocked. Shocking. No. Be shocking. I don't feel like I've listened to it that much, but maybe I have. Six is Fearless, Taylor's version. Seven, Dancing with the Devil. Eight, This is Acting by Sia. I don't know where that came from. Whack. <laughs> Nine is the high note, and ten is because I love you, Lizzo. The high yeah. note. Yeah. I feel betrayed. This does not make sense to me. This does not make sense with my fantasy. See, mine does make sense, but I'm also genuinely shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be checking this daily until it updates. That's so, so funny. That. Okay. And then you'll have to post it on the pod's Instagram on stories or something. I just, I feel like I've been made a fool. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, we got to move on though. I kid you not. For like three minutes. This entire trip, half of this entire trip to Brisbane today, I listened to thirty four thirty five remix. Thirty four thirty five, and it's saying I've listened forty nine times. I don't think it counts as plays if you don't listen to it from start to finish. But I do. Oh, okay. I got nothing then. I feel <laughs> so betrayed. Okay, we're like moving a f- on. Full of a took. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no? No. The Golden okay. Globes nominations came out in the past week, but I don't really care about them. Me either. Okay, so we're going to do our tops and bottoms. Sorry for that anticlimactic album reveal. I know. That was fucking shit. <laughs> So mad. Last year's was so iconic because we accurately guessed each other's. And they made sense. And they did make sense. <laughs> It's acting like I... Whatever. Is there like a third party one I can do? Anyway. That's funny. I feel Maybe. so fucking betrayed. By the way, our... um, I saw our Spotify for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Does everyone love us? 
Yeah, mostly Australia and America. Cute. How mm. many people have listened to us? Wait, no, maybe we shouldn't broadcast that to the listeners. <laughs> if it's like two people. <laughs> no, we have like a solid amount of download. I'll tell you after the pod, but we okay. um we definitely have followers. Reoccurring visitors. Oh my god. Hi everyone. That's cool. Listeners, <laughs> listeners who listen every week. Aww. And it's not a small amount. Aww. What's a small amount to you? A small amount to me is like less than a hundred. Well then it's a small amount. Oh, okay. <laughs> But not by much. <laughs> okay. It's like almost 100 listeners a week. Aww. Like reoccurring. I then love there's you. the episodes that have a lot more. Did our Christian Hall one do really well? What are, I can't think of anything else that would like draw in a lot of listeners. <laughs> yeah. But no, overall, our download hour is quite good. Love that for us. Well, thanks everyone. We appreciate your support. Not going to lie, we'd probably still come and talk shit every week. If it was no one. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But we still appreciate you in spirit. Be much less, um, no, I don't know what else Sorry, I just there. saw one of the notes that I took during the week. Yeah. Top three highest grossing first weekend's movies thingies. Yeah. Top three now, apparently. Well, no, Tom Holland stars in all three. That's so funny. Love that for him. Pretty iconic. He's going to have to be one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood now. Literally. He keeps saying, you know, I think I might be done with Spider-Man. If I'm still playing Spider-Man at 30, I've fucked up my career. You're like 26 or 25 or whatever. And everyone's like, we know you're just holding out for more money. You can stop publicly negotiating. That's so funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If my acting career was done by 30 because I couldn't get any other roles because I'd play Spider-Man except I'd made like a billion dollars, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe I'll just fuck around and get a degree or something. <laughs> Actually, he's kind of wholesome. He's like, I want a family and a cottage. I did see that. And, and Zendaya's he, like, whoa, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> I did see. No, this was actually so funny because I've been thinking about it a lot this week because he was like, I just want to take a break in my career and I think I want to focus on starting a family. And I was like. Isn't he 12? Literally. I was like, he's my age. What's he talking about? And then I realized he was two years older, which doesn't really help Change because anything. I was like, that's. Yeah. Still not that much older than me. I agree. Genuinely, I feel like a child. I could not have my own kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know why other people my age think they can. Like, and that's not in a judgmental way. Like, genuinely, what's worked for your brain that hasn't worked for mine? Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely, yeah. just it's just a no from me. It's a no from me, dog. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're going to do our tops and bottoms. Okay, I have to actually push mine into tops and bottoms. I think mine are all bottoms. I think each of us gives a top and a bottom. Okay. So I give a top and a bottom, and then you give a top and a bottom, and then I give a top and a bottom, and then you give a top and a bottom, and then I give a bottom, and then come on. All of mine can be classed as tops and bottoms for different reasons. I hate you so much. She did this two minutes before we started recording. (laughs) That's true. I just went on one website. I'm so attacked. I have a full (laughs) list. Wait. As a top, can I show you this picture of Jack? Yes. Less. (laughs) Less. <laughs> That's how Pippi does it. Is it really? But her legs are too short. Yeah. This is making no sense for people who are listening. But and they stick out that way. That oh my god. But she has you know how she has the white feet? Yeah. Um it makes the black look like Dr. Seuss feet. That's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Oh my god. I love dogs. Wow. I'll try and I don't think I am. This was Jack the other day. He pulled some uh weeds out of the garden and then pretended <laughs> that he hadn't. I can't. Very funny. He looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> he does. This is her when she does the thing. Oh, 
And do you see what I mean by the feet? Oh my god. That's so funny. Her legs are so short. So short. They're little stubby stubby stubs. <laughs> so oh, I love dogs. Anyway. Ugh. But like sorry. Dr. Sue's feet. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My first top and bottom. Okay. Of the year of our Lord and Saviour twenty twenty one. Which oh side my god, note, we're at an hour. How are we going to do this? We're just going to fly through them. We're not going to fly through them. We'll try. We are going to fly through them because we've talked about everything on my list previously. <laughs> okay. 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 So my first top of the of the year was watching One Division week to week. Oh, okay. Wow. We're going to have very different lists. <laughs> I found I thought it was so much fun having like because we didn't know what to expect. The theories were so that's true. Fucking absurd and so all over the place. They were, and obviously everyone was let down. But yes. um. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was so much fun to be doing that week my week hyping it up you know that's so true we're definitely going into it everyone was like what the fuck is gonna happen here mm. like a tv show this is gonna be terrible and then it was really good and the whole world like stopped the whole world was watching and then <laughs> yeah. each episode they're like okay so this was mephisto this was yeah. something else this was and then tony stark's gonna come in and everyone was like i didn't get any of that experience really no i was oh. just watching it that was all of social media Wow, no, not me. <laughs> well, you're a dumb slut. But I definitely remember every week being shocked at what happened in an episode. I was like, mm. they did what? <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Uh, my first bottom of okay. my list is um, the recent, uh, what are their names? Zane, Yolanda, Gigi drama. Oof. I thought that brought out a really disgusting side. No matter what way you look at it, I'm not taking sides. I thought it brought out some really disgusting um, aspects of fan culture yeah. and stan culture. Yeah. Uh, the sexism jumped out, and that's all that I wanted to say. And that's why I hated it. That was pretty bad. A lot of people were like, yeah, it's the drama I'm living. And I'm like, no. This is too real. This is disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's my first top and bottom. Drama is funny and entertaining when it's, like, meaningless. But when it's genuinely... Harmful. Yeah. To, like... This is, like, a very serious... It, it's a case of abuse here, you know, yeah. that's going on. It's like, that's not funny. That's yeah. not entertainment. This is serious. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. What's mine? Can I say one thing? Yeah. I had a theory of what your one of your tops was going to be, one okay. of your top cultural moments of the year was going to be. Yeah. And it was um, <laughs> the Ever Given being stuck in the Suez Canal. Bitch, of course it is. That's one of the things. Is that's that on your tops? That's, yeah. <laughs> It's one of the things I screenshotted, but it's the only one that I had in my I mind. I remember you had so fucking much fun with that. Oh my God. I fucking loved it. Honestly, <laughs> I just can't even like genuinely the fact that this boat just like got caught because it was, I don't fucking know why it got caught big. literally. And then it stopped 10% of the world's train. <laughs> That's so funny to me. It's so funny. It's so and funny. And it also just like demonstrates how easily humans can oh, be taken down. God, God. <laughs> it's just my sweet spot of like international politics yeah. and like stupid. Yeah, and then, like, understanding geography, love that, because about why yeah. it fucks everything up. And then the fact that just one boat fucked up so many things. It's pretty funny. Genuinely can't get funny. over. Like, that's as good as it gets. It is. Really. It's really fair. Um, okay, my bad thing then, mm-hmm. equally ridiculous, Yahoo Answers. What about it? Gone. Is it? Yeah. They got rid of it this year. I vaguely remember, remember this. That. Wow, okay, well... That's that. <laughs> I beg you remember this because I remember there was that one post where I was like, anyway, this is my favorite Yahoo Answers answer. Yeah. Question. And I was like, can I get pregnant if I wear my girlfriend's underwear or something? 
<laughs> that video that came out that was like um, a homage to all of the misspellings of Brigand and Aunt. Yeah, it was like that's that TikTok. Did you see that uh, yeah, video? Yeah, so yeah. fucking funny. Oh my god. It's iconic. It was iconic. Okay, yeah, you now. Okay, my next top and bottom. <laughs> my one of the tops of my year was Lil Nas X fucking with homophobes for the entirety of twenty twenty one. That was great. It's iconic. He's an icon, he's a legend, and then here's the moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and that's that on that. <laughs> oh, the one that I really thought Industry Baby would be in my top ten. Oh, and interesting. It wasn't. I fucking love that song. Anyway, one of my bottoms was all of the shitty people who complained about the MCU being more diverse this year. <laughs> oh, really? Do people complain about that? About the Falcon and the Winter Soldier being about a black Captain America. About one division focusing on a female character who has uh, a complicated history. I'm talking Black These Widow. People. I'm talking people review bombing Black Widow and Eternals for having That's female true. leads and queer characters. They're wrong. And fuck that. They're wrong. So that's one of, my bottom, one of my bottoms. That's really fair. You go. Okay, a top. We. Oui. I mean, this is mixed, but I'm going to put it in the top. Okay. Just because I don't really know why. That's just what I'm vibing. Mm-hmm. Kim and Kanye, divorce. That's a top for me. Yeah, I agree. That's going to have to be a top for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, related is keeping up with the Kardashians finishing. I think that might be a bottom. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting choices. Just because they're entertaining, that's really why. Interesting to see you celebrate the downfall of people's marriages. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think (laughs) – I don't know how this happened, but, you know, recently when Kanye, like, very publicly asked for Kim back, was that in a song? I don't even know. I think it was performance art. Too much for me. Too much. If someone did that to me, I'd be like, I do not know that man. I've never met him in my life. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Even though the most famous couple. Kanye? What Kanye? The father of my children. Very that. (laughs) Very that. Okay. Another one of my tops this year. Yeah. The Fear Street trilogy. Oh my God, bitch. That was so good. They fucking slapped and that was so fucking fun having queer leads. That was really good. And it was so fucking fun getting to watch it month by month. Actually, I think I want to watch it again. By weekly? Week yeah, by they week. did weekly. Week by week, yeah. That's crazy. Imagine releasing three movies. I thought it was cool. In three I thought weeks. it was fun. I thought it was fresh. Yeah. I that loved was good. It. That was good. I okay. Loved it. And one of my, I, Oh, sorry. And my next bottom was the fact that after we fell, the new after movie was really bad. Oh, that was, it was boring. disappointing. It wasn't bad funny, it was just bad boring. Yeah. That's really sad. That's true. As RIP. <laughs> to my expectations. As a related bottom. Addison Rae's He's All That. Oh, her mainstream acting career. Yeah. Yeah, RIP to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't actually even watch the movie, and to be honest, the snippets I saw of it seemed very entertaining, but not in a good way. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm sure that was really disappointing for her, so I guess I'll (laughs) stick that in the bottom. (laughs) Go on. I'm sorry for that, man. (laughs) Um, You didn't give a top. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it's going to be of my things. Okay. No, I'm putting that in the bottom. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, top. Just because I thought it was really interesting insight and yeah. I, it was really nice to see people being, like, honest for once. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, the Oprah interview. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Just I like love that. Generally, I just thought that was really – I was like, yes, expose those racist bitches. Tea. Love this. Let's bring it down. Tea. Um, do you think the Queen's dead? <laughs> Do I think the Queen's dead? I haven't seen... Well, because the I saw a... Um, That's interesting. Not me getting my British news from TikTok, but I saw a TikTok and they were like, 
the chances that she's on her deathbed are pretty fucking high because she's canceled everything over Christmas. She's not to be seen on public in public until well into the new year. Uh, and the reason that they're doing that is to not fuck with the Christmas economy because there is a, um, there is a, a, a dedicated uh, mourning period. Yeah, there is. Where they, you know, everyone stays home and does all their shit and is sad. Sorry, I'm being really insensitive, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, um, no, yeah, the yeah, economy yeah. is genuinely deeply affected by yeah. a royal family member dying. That makes sense. Um, and it's also been like a long time since yeah. the monarch died. But Yeah, and um, they're genuinely terrified of it affecting Christmas economy too much. The boost of the economy over Christmas. I think that she's really sick. I think she's really sick, yeah. I think it's very possible that she's going to die very soon. Yep. I do not think she's already dead. Yeah. I don't think they could keep something like that a secret. I think it would be iconic if they did. <laughs> it wouldn't be iconic if they did. But I don't Just weekend think... at Bernie's her. Throw some sunglasses so on, tie some strings. Oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> no, I don't think they could keep it a secret. And more than that, I genuinely don't think they'd get that amount of people to agree to breaking tradition like that to be able to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it would be impossible it's supposed to, to be like an emergency be... broadcast, like... Yeah. It's like a full-on thing that yeah. happens as soon as she dies. So I genuinely don't the think only they would not do it. There's even a little bit of like weight to the story is because Boris Johnson's prime minister. <laughs> it was because oh, Boris Johnson's the prime minister at the moment. Well, why did that add weight to the story? Because he's a fucking idiot, and I feel yeah. like he'd do everything he can to be like, "Don't fuck with my economy." There's a reason I opened up the country before we were ready because of COVID. And no, I don't know. I think. I don't think so. I, I don't mean, think I don't he's, think she's dead, to be clear. I don't think he's I'm smart just saying, enough to do that. I think he's an idiot. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't think he's smart enough to do it. Um, no, definitely not. My next top. Oh, wait. Just back to this interview. Just mm-hmm. as an aside, I just... Not only was the interview great, but all of the people afterwards who were like, Meghan Markle being a respectful queen and not naming anyone who was racist and Harry just straight up being like, yes, it was my yeah. father. Yes, they're all racist. Yes, the monarchy, monarchy needs to end. Not it's the like, monarchy. Yeah, monarchy. <laughs> uh, yes, is this that was going to be called the monarchy. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> um, People need to not know what to expect when coming in. Iconic. Um, okay, I'm going to have to start doing two tops and one bottom. Okay. Because I have more tops than bottoms. I don't really have that many more. Just like my Tupperware cupboard. <laughs> um, my next top is. The Red Taylor's version release week. Oh, that was good. That was so fun. That was fun. That was so fun. That was. Her going on a promotional tour for an album that released 10 years earlier. It was so funny. Chef's kiss. The fact that it went number one, also chef's kiss. The actual album itself being perfection. Truly. Taylor being unashamedly a capitalistic scum. Truly. It's great. All around iconic time. Uh, Genuinely, that's true. Also, the fact that All Too Well 10 Minute Version is the longest song to ever go number one. Right. Iconic. iconic. She really is just that bitch. Okay, my number two top of the week, top of the week, top of the year um, is the film The Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay. On Netflix, the animated one. No. I talked about it on the pod. It's oh. really, really fucking good. It's by um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Okay. Who did like Spider-Verse and Lego Movie and all that. Right. Lego Movie. Fucking incredible movie. I believe you. And it has a queer female lead. Oh, I mean, what's not to love? <laughs> They're my two tops. Okay. And my bottom to counteract them. Uh-huh. Is Meghan Markle and 
Prince Harry being brutalized by the British media. Oh my God, literally horrific. So that goes with yours. It does go with mine. This is so horrific. That was so horrific. Mm. Just like constantly. And even the public kind of has turned on them a little bit. Which the British I- public, yeah. Well, even my mum, the amount of times I've heard her be like, Harry was always the wild child. I just don't know if we can believe what they're saying. It's Mm. like, what? What reason has the the rest of them given to believe? Yeah. Like, genuinely, what does Harry stand to gain from disinheriting himself and distancing himself from his entire family? Mm. Like, what? He, he's actually got everything to lose by saying all of this. He okay. like, obviously has to feel strongly enough about this to be bringing it up. Like, yeah. anyway. Okay, go. Um, okay, well, I'm not going to lie. The rest of mine... Well, okay, I've got three more and they can be tops and bottoms. I so. hate you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, wait, I lie. I have... Okay. Just for those no, that I are the curious, I've given her eight days to prep. You've actually given me a lot more time than that, I think. <laughs> Eight full days. (laughs) And he texted me a reminder last night, and then I forgot. This hoe. Okay, no, I'll have a top. The Andrew Garfield renaissance is going on at the moment. Okay. That's a top. That's fun. I like that. I mean, I know it's only been happening in the last two days, but I've been thoroughly enjoying myself. I have to. It's really good. I love it. Um, Okay, a bottom. What to pick? (laughs) (sighs) Okay, no, I'm going to put the capital insurrection. That's, yeah. I'm going to put that as a bottom instead of a top and a bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yes, fair. <laughs> I mean, I, the reason I was thinking it would be a top is because I'm just really highlighting how fucked up everyone was, yeah. and I really enjoyed that. And watching Trump like dig his own grave. Yeah, that was that was good. Six months before his final. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but no, it was actually genuinely scary. <laughs> very, very bad at the time. Yeah. yeah, oof, all bad. That was all bad. Okay. Yep. You. Okay. Um. I'm just going to go TV shows. Okay. I've got three TV shows that are in my tops of the years. Yeah. I'm just counting them as one because <laughs> otherwise I've got too many. Um, my top three TV shows of the year, Wheel of Time. Okay. On Prime, which is still going. It's so great to have an epic high fantasy television series that's fast paced, <laughs> that's intriguing, that's got great world building, that's fun, that the characters are good. It's just all around a fun time. Fair. And I love it. Fair. Um, Evil Season 2 actually coming out finally. Uh, I'm watching it at the moment. Very good. Loved it. Had time in my life. It's 11 very out good. 10. Can't wait for Season 3. I just really need Kristen to believe in the supernatural. Like, I just need that to happen at this point. And it's so funny because for any, in like in any other character in any other universe, the amount of shit that she's seen with her own two fucking eyes, like, they'd be like, yeah. wow, everything's <laughs> true. Whereas Kristen's like, I have a mental illness. I, mean, <laughs> I am hallucinating. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for her characterization. But it's annoying for the viewer. But it's so frustrating for the yeah. viewer, yeah. Um, and my third is, I just finished watching Saved by the Bell 2020 season two. God, the amount of times you talk about that show. It's so good. You would love it so much. <laughs> the fucking pop culture references they make... I'm never short of perfection. It's so funny. It's so wholesome. It's so great. I I just can't. Like, I, I love it so much. <laughs> okay. I love it so much. Oh, that's fair. What's so that's bottom? my tops. My tops TV shows. My bottom to counteract that is... <laughs> um, the Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis not watching their babies. <laughs> that was a lot. And um, I specifically hated it and put it in my bottoms... I would have put it in my tops because it's funny and making fun of celebrities is one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> but I put it in my bottom 
because too many. You have to stop saying I put it in my bottom. I put it in. My, I put it in my bum. I put it in my bottom because too many celebrities came out in support of them. I just don't think it's that bad. I also don't think it's that bad. Oh. But my point is, too many celebrities were like, "Oh my god, stop crucifying them." I don't shower sometimes. I was like, "Okay, Barbara." It's really true. The amount of celebrities this year who have come out in support of other celebrities. Over nothing. Over nothing. Chris Pratt being trending on Twitter for being the least popular Chris. Yeah. And the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe being like, no, he's a great guy. Guys, stop bullying him. He's so nice. And it's like, no, he abandoned his ex-wife and child. It's really true. It's very, it's really true. And even celebrities who have come out in support of people doing, even when they've done really bad things, it's like, okay. This has just gone too far now. It's yeah. not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are yours? Um, my okay. I'm gonna. I'll say my two things, but they're both mixed. Okay. It, it just is what it is. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, <laughs> it's like that has to be mixed, top and bottom, top, because because it was an improvement. Because it, it was very good, but also it was. Like, so it was I had to watch oh, it yeah. over like three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's good because it was an improvement, um, and it it allowed Zack Snyder to actually fulfill his vision. Yeah, and we That's got fun. more Diana, so always love that. But yeah. And then the amount of movies have been like, maybe I should do a long cut. It's like, no, well, it's like you shouldn't. Entirely, uh, DC people. Yeah, and it's like well, I'm not about that. Like I, 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 I feel sorry for you that you, you got fucked over by the studio. But no, if we keep letting this happen, everyone's gonna be like, well, my movie only got bad reviews because they cut scenes, and I want to release the whole thing. Yeah, that's and it's like soon we're gonna have like Clifford the Big Red Dog director's cut. Stop it! And it's like I. Apparently that movie was really sad. I don't want to watch it. Or, yeah. I'm not watching it. I don't want to know if it dies. <laughs> I think he does. No, wait. Clifford? He, no, he doesn't If Clifford die. dies. He gets a, but he gets abandoned like in the first two minutes. Oh, no, I hate that. Yeah, I know. Same. Fuck that. Same. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, okay, my other mixed is when Dogecoin... Oh, yeah, that was... Wreaked havoc on Wall Street. Yeah, and the GameStop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I... It's hilarious, but it's also fucking dumb that we can be taken down so easily. Well, see, this is my thing. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, yes, boys and girls, get your money. (laughs) Like, do it. I don't care. Fucking take them down. But the reason why I hated it so much is when they stopped trading. Like, as it was an emergency situation when Wall Street stopped everyone from trading. It's like, well, excuse me. They've actually done the if thing. There's a that, loophole. Yeah, yeah, like they've, they've. Everyone always says, "Well, poor people just should invest their money," and they did invest their money, and you stopped it. You stopped it. Yeah. Like, well, you don't, you don't actually want them to make money, do you? Yeah. You just, just saying it to Very keep that. things where they are. Yeah. Anyway, so that pissed me off a lot. Very that. But it was iconic before that happened. <laughs> Fair. Um, my next top was the games I played this year. Okay. Games like Deathloop. All right. Ratchet and Clank Rift Rift Apart. Okay. I'm talking Life is Strange True Colors. You're actually not I'm talking, talking Hitman 3. I'm talking Kana Bridge of Spirits. I'm talking A Plague Tale. <laughs> I'm talking Resident Evil Village. I always forget that you play games. I, play I don't so know many why. Games. I forget that. I feel like I'm just in my mind. I have the very like sexist view that gaming is just for like Shooters. Dude bros. Who play Fortnite and like. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't, I, I don't, I don't do online gaming. That's too stressful. No, no, I don't mean. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. The toxic, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, su- it's like a super masculine. Yeah, like- no, that's like them. <laughs> it's like the same people that are in the MCU, like general audiences make up 99% and then there's a 1% who are just yeah. really loud, horrible people. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same thing. That's fair. Um, and my bottom to counteract that is the billionaire space race, you know, when they're up there in their penis Stop rockets. It. And just, it's so fucking stupid. Oh my God, that was so bad. That's made me so cranky for so long. <sighs> yeah. That's not okay. How, are you done with yours? Yeah, I don't have any more, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, I came up with, like, I had like a solid six to seven items mm-hmm. and you said I only come up with 10. No, I didn't. You said five of each. Did I? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a you problem. You didn't come up with five of each. <laughs> You've come up with way more than five of no, each. No, I grouped them together. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, one of my tops if was I definitely... Come up with more, I'll... One of my tops is definitely the uh, Olivia Rodrigo fever. That was iconic. That's what she deserves. It was so much fun. That everyone was, was obsessed. Deserved. Yeah. Is obsessed, I should say. Oh my God. When all the merch came out and everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was iconic. Thought, yeah, that was pretty funny. That can be my bottom to count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, my final top and bottom. Okay. They go hand in hand. You didn't even have that many more than me. <laughs> my final top and bottom. <laughs> They go hand in hand, and I think you'll agree. Mm-hmm. The bottom. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Okay, wait, no. The top. My top and bottom that go hand in hand. My, the top okay. is hashtag freed Britney. We freed Britney. Oh, my God. And by we freed Britney, I mean she freed herself. She did all the work. Fuck, I can't believe you know I forgot about that. So that's my top is the free yeah. Britney. My bottom oh, no. is free Britney. Oh. Because the fact that we even needed to do a free Britney in the first that's place. Fair. That's fair. Is fucked up. It is fucked so up. So that's my top and bottom. That was really good. I was really that was that was really nice. Yeah. Free Britney on my list. Free Britney, that oh. she was freed. F you specifically. Okay. Um. Wow. Is there anything we need to talk about before the year ends? Uh, just that I'm hoping 2022 is gonna be better. Tea. <laughs> You know, climate change. Maybe if we could fix that next year, that'd be good. Nice, nice. Really good. I'd appreciate that. Um, Stop sending people to space. That'd Mm. be really good. To you. Um, I only want to talk about one more thing. Yeah. Which is, I watched last night the movie, the new movie on Prime Video, uh, being the Ricardos. Yeah. The Nicole Kidman, Javier Bardem, Mm. I love Lucy one. Right. And I'm like obsessed with it. It was so good. Was it? The acting was really good. I the movie itself wasn't actually that phenomenal. Mm. It was actually quite confused. Oh. Um. So it's like the whole tagline is it's set over one production week of one episode of I Love Lucy. Right. And it's all the personal and professional drama that happened in that time. Uh, and that is fucking phenomenal. Mm. The writing and acting and all that is phenomenal. But it's not really just that because Aaron Sorkin, writer director, uses flashbacks and flash forwards like every twenty minutes. Oh, so it's like for what? It's not really just set for context uh. and to tell a story. So it's not really just set in that production week, right? And I think because of that, it's tonally a bit all over the place, right? But it's so silly. It's such a silly movie, and it's so uh, fast paced. And the dialogue, obviously, Aaron Sorkin is fantastic, and the acting's great. Still don't totally know if Nicole Kidman was the best choice for Lucille Ball. 
<coughs> but she did a phenomenal job. She's actually a very, very good actress. She's phenomenal. She's very good. Um, but 11 out of 10, if you have Prime, watch it. It's really fun. Okay. It's really silly. Love that. You know what movie came out this year and I'm putting in my bottom, but I didn't even watch, but I'm still putting it there? In your bottom. Exactly. Tomorrow's War. Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War with Chris Did you watch Pratt? it? No, I didn't watch it. That's what I said. Oh, I watched it, remember? No. And I said, I, unfortunately, bad. I liked it. Oh, that's a f- shame. Do you not remember this? No, I don't remember I that. hate you. I, 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 I didn't even remember that you said Aunt May died in Spider-Man. I actually care about Spider-Man. How do you oh expect God. me to remember things I don't care about? We have like a whole episode about the fact that, that I wanted to hate the Tomorrow War, but instead I actually liked it. Well, I didn't watch it, so I can't hate it. I think you'd like it. Well, that's why I wouldn't watch um, it. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> that's, that's that on that. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for listening to us for another year. Oh my god, people! Whack. Hopefully, twenty twenty looks even better. Yeah. Can you believe we had our one year anniversary? Had our one year anniversary. Our fifty episodes anniversary. Wow. We did eight episodes recapping Drag Race Down Under. Oh my god, that's right. I don't think we did eight. <laughs> I think we did like seven. I think we skipped one. I think we did too. Um, we had so many guests this year. We actually say, finally got guests. I know we actually like actually did it. Wait, are we not doing an episode next week? No, not in between Christmas and New Year. No one okay. listen. Okay, because everyone's off work, so they don't have time so to people listen. Aren't going anywhere, <laughs> so they don't have so time. What's the point? I don't <laughs> listen to podcasts when I'm not traveling or when I'm not like driving or um That's working. Fair. I wouldn't know when people listen to. I only know that I've seen so many people complain recently about how all their podcasts that they listen to have stopped. Fair have broken. Well, we'll be back in the new year. We're having a one-week break, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be two or three weeks, to be completely honest. Wow. Go us. Depending on, um, I guess we'll see what stuff happens in between. That's fair. Hey, I'm... Most likely we will be back first week of January. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Hugo. That's true. No, I was going to say, probably this is not... <laughs> I don't need to bring this up on the pod, which was just that I'm launching the membership for Harnot's Creation. Oh, yeah. Next... Yeah, well, actually, it'll probably be in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and all I was going to say was there's going to be film screenings as part of the membership, and you should come to those. <laughs> That's all I was going to say. Huh. I was going to say, tell people that are in Brisbane, listen. Oh, yeah, and if you're in Brisbane... <laughs> Stupid Ed. I'm starting a membership for Harness Creation. $45 a month. You get one hour session, which is $35 anyway, so, like, come on, it's, like, all worth it. One film screening a month and also one, like, networking meet and greet, meet other creatives. There'll probably be a speaker every month. Oh, and also there'll be a notice board where you can pin your notices onto. Okay, that's all. Bye. <laughs> um, no, I want to, yeah, we're, we're wrapping up the year by, I want to thank all of the guests that we had. That was very yeah. lucky. I will probably do an Instagram post thanking everyone. Oh, cute. Um... Uh, uh, also look out for a Christmas post because it's, we did a fun photo shoot. Oh, my God. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I think we're the two funniest people in existence. <laughs> I totally agree. Honestly, we really should have videoed us like during the process because we could have made a fucking killer TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Thank you to all the guests. Um, we probably won't be updating the Instagram much over the thing. Um, in the new year, I mean, who knows? We might re- retool. Might we? How we handle the pod. Maybe we'll really? maybe we'll do blocks of 10 episodes or something and have guests the whole time. I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I like having a guest like once a month or every now and then. 
I, yeah, I, I like how I mean, we're going. you feel free to let us know, like if you like us having guests, what or about? if you like us, if you like the questions that we have with guests. I mean, or if you'd just rather that we talked about pop culture with guests. I don't know. True. Um, otherwise, we're just going to fucking well, do whatever actually, yeah, we want to do. Yeah, and that's another reminder. Go listen to, if you listened to last week's episode, we did, Um, we had Jordan. We did. Jordan K. Creative of Master Success Podcast She's on. She's the most iconic. Uh, and we guested on hers. It was a CW crossover. It was. It was um, so cute. So go listen to that. I think I was launched before hers, so we didn't get to plug it. Yeah. Anyway, go listen to that. Um, thank you all for listening. Maddie, what are your socials? Lady, Lady Alice 101 on, on Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> YouTube, and Twitter. All the links will be down below. Yeah. If you want to follow the pod, WTFIH podcast on Instagram. Or <laughs> um, WTF is having a podcast on Apple Music and Spotify and all that. Um, as a Christmas present to us, definitely go rate us five stars on everything. Yeah, that'd be so nice. Um, if you want to follow me on TikTok or Twitter, and I see underscore CG. All our links are down below. Good. Maybe I'll do a post that has like <laughs> each of our each of our tops and bottoms. One of my favorite things that we do on this pod is we just like fucking free <laughs> free ball ideas. We're just like Yeah, I'm like if you guys do? have to if we have to listen to it, you guys have to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, problem. Uh, we should probably plan this stuff outside of recording, but we're no. like, nah, just hear the process, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you all for listening to what, what the fuck, fuck is happening in the podcast. podcast. Woo! Yeah, bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.